Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is your news for April 5th, 2021. Hey, what do you know? It's my birthday, so everyone have some cake and an adult beverage of your choice, and we'll circle the sun for another year of fun and games. And a little note to everyone, I know it's around April Fool's Day, but as far as I know, every one of these news stories are 100% legit, although I'm not totally sure about one that I completely trust, but I'm more on that later. But don't worry, I hate, really hate fake news stories on that day. So I don't even usually like to go on Twitter on April 1st. So I'm not going to knowingly or willingly mislead any of you spoilerites out there. Uh, but we're going to just going to change it up a little bit today, too. We're, since I love this first Kickstarter so much, I want to lead with it. So we're going to start with Kickstarters today. First is Sentinels of the Multiverse Definitive Edition. Now, I mentioned this a while ago that it was announced. This is kind of a streamlining or kind of simplifying and a little bit more art and a little easier way to play the game of Sentinels of the Multiverse. Now, this one is out there right now. It is got uh, about two, two to three, about two and a half weeks to go as, as of this recording. It is well, well funded, and it only takes they simplified everything so much that there's not a million add-ons like they had in some of the other Sentinels. So it's just kind of the fifty dollar pledge gets you the definitive edition, get you some foil packs. Uh, and a 90-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. I guess that's really good for people that have, like me, who have everything for regular Sentinels, and I'm still going to back this one, too, which I already did. There's also a $125 sleeved Sentinels for people that want those special sleeves, and you get all you know enough to sleeve everything in there. And what's really cool about this edition is, so you're already getting 12 heroes. You're getting six villains, six environments, 12 hero card variant cards. Uh, 12 event cards, which is kind of a new thing for this new definitive edition where there's events that you can take care of uh, during the game to get some some rewards and such. There are divider cards for each deck, uh, hit point spinners, which is a little bit different from, you know, you always just had hit points or damage that you would take with the chits and the regular uh, sentinels. But so these spinners are cool. There's some more tracking tokens and a box just for the tokens. So this one looks really, really good. I couldn't couldn't wait to uh, to tell everybody about this one. But again, this one's almost a little under three weeks to go and it only takes about $50 to get in on that one. The next one is another one that I've actually played. Uh, full disclosure, they actually sent me a copy of this about a month ago when I played it and I absolutely love Long Shot, the dice game. This is by uh, Chris Handy and uh, Perplexed is the name of the company. But Chris Handy is also is the designer of a lot of those Pac-O games. Uh, he also did the original Long Shot. But this is Long Shot, the dice game. So it's kind of a dice game. And I, I really call it kind of a roll and write game as well. So this has got about three weeks to go. Uh, it, it is, of course, well-funded and uh, a very cool game. So you have kind of dry, dry erase boards. And of course, it's, since it's a horse racing game, you're kind of buying horses and betting on horses. And what you do is on your turn, you'll roll uh, roll the dice. There's a, an eight-sided die and a six-sided die. So, And a six-sided is a special one. It's not just one through six. So you roll the die, and depending on what number of horse comes up, that horse will move. And then there's also each one of the course cards has other horses that are kind of checked off on it that will move uh, just one space as well. And throughout the game, uh, on your turn, since everybody gets a turn when somebody rolls, you get to do things like you get to either purchase a horse, you can upgrade or buy uh, you, you buy a jersey or a job, buy a hat, which uh, kind of all these things, you know, a, a racing hat cap for the rider. There's different things that will happen that you can actually get for there. As far as the bets, you can bet on the horses and each horse has kind of the odds for which you, to win. So you'll get different bets. You can also upgrade kind of the concessions thing, which is kind of a grid by four by four. And as you get rows and columns, you'll get other bonuses, but just a really solid roll and write game. This one's only going to cost you $25 to get in. You could also 
There's another pledge level for $48 where you can get long shot and roll and write, uh, which is another roll and write game uh, by Chris Handy. But this one is uh, long shot. Again, only $25 to get in. I've played this with my family. I played it solo. Uh, it's one of eight players, 25 minutes. Man, it's great. I played this four player with my family and I played it solo a bunch of times. It's amazing. It's got a really cool production to it. So it should be here pretty quick. They say February of 22, but I've seen a production copy. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one that just happens to be funded. or I mean, as far as delivered early, because I did see the production copy and it does look amazing. And it, uh, so with all that in hand, they probably might be able to, uh, uh, you know, produce it a little quicker. And the last Kickstarter game is Fjords. This is by Grail Games. Uh, this is one that it's an older game, uh, but a re-releasing. Uh, this has got uh, Beth Sobel art and Philip Philip Walker Harding is kind of adding a little bit to uh, extra content. But this is a game by Franz Beno Delange. This is uh, for uh, eight and up, two to four players. Plays in about thirty to forty-five minutes. So this has this feel of kind of Carcassonne-ish uh, gameplay where you're kind of laying tiles, but there's two phases. So you're playing laying tiles and you're seeing how kind of the fjords and kind of the map is is made out because there's water there's uh, uh snow and then there's the fjords there's and you know the different planes and such so as you're after you're done with that there's a second phase uh that you're going to be walking the landscape and claiming claiming as much of the planes and cliffs as possible so there's the double phase game this one is about $26 us to get in on this one and it should be out later this year it says uh, November 21, which is, uh, the, the release date, but again, just a, a very family weight kind of tile lane game with two different tiling and then area control game with two different phases. Again, this is well funded. You only got about a week to go as of this, uh, one will drop. So, uh, you want to check that one out pretty quick. Hey, let's get on to some news now. So other big news that came out right after, uh, the last show was recorded is Gen Con has officially been pushed back to September 16th to 19th of this year. Now they're going to go with a hybrid live and online model uh, as we're getting closer to normal here in the COVID days, but we're still dealing with the uncertainty in these COVID times. So they're planning uh, to cap the in-person attendance. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about rules and such about attending a person. So you know, just in case people don't still don't want to go, they're going to have a nice large online presence as well. And I'm sure we'll find out later in the year, whether if it doesn't happen, but since there's a lot of money on the line for these conventions, I bet a lot of these will be a go, even if it is with a capped, uh, you know, maybe even seeing how many each room happens or the dealer floor might be a little bit different. And this is another unusual year as Origins is actually going to be after Gen Con this year. So if you remember, Origins will be September 30th to October 3rd, and Gen Con is from 16th to 19th of September. So that's almost back to back. I think there's about, what, two weeks from the start of those two. It's going to be interesting because it's going to be hard for everybody or maybe even easier for everybody since Indianapolis isn't all that far from Columbus. Maybe they'll be able to house them and, you know, you move every all the vendors, move everything over. Maybe we'll see more attendance of some vendors and origins. Who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. I mean, there's other other cons like PAX West and Dragon Con, which happened around that same time earlier in the month. So I'm not sure if we'll have everybody at everything, but we may see some bigger presence at Origins from a lot of people that maybe don't normally go and just go to Gen Con. So this will be a, a cool thing to uh, keep an eye on. Blue Orange Games has announced a bunch of un- upcoming titles. So there's Zoom in Barcelona, 
Blockness, and Bellum Magica. So Zoom in Barcelona, which is going to be a May of this year release. This is an interesting one about very, again, everything from Blue Orange is kind of a lighter family weight or sometimes, uh, you know, children's game or a family weight game. Now, Zoom in Barcelona is two to six players, plays in about 30 to 60 minutes. Again, family weight game. It's all about going around Barcelona, taking pictures of the landscape. So you've got kind of pattern building, point-to-point movement, and set collection in this game to which you're just trying to take pictures of an environment. So that should be a nice, nice light game to play. Block Ness, which is, again, this is more of a kind of a, I don't know, this is still could be a children's game or a, a really lightweight family weight game. Uh, this is two to four players, plays about 15 to 20 minutes, and by Laurent Escoffer. Uh, this one's really cool. Uh, what I really like, this was, uh, that designer is known for Looney Quest and Doodle Quest, which are both amazing, great games. Uh, but what a block nest, what you're trying to do is you've got these little pieces. They almost kind of look like, let's say pipe cleaners, but they're like U's in a way. And you're trying to get your monster. And that's why it's kind of lock nest or block nest where you're, you're trying to block everybody off and you're kind of on your turn. You're either moving the, the front of your monster or adding to the front of your monster, adding to the back of your monster. But you can kind of overlap the other monsters because the way the kind of the U-shaped pieces go, there's different sizes of them. So you can kind of go over or under, you know, depending on the turn, you're going to go over or under other people's monsters and you're trying to block people in so they can't add any more to their uh, monster, which really looks very, very cool. So again, you're kind of just adding to the board and trying to block you in. So it has that really easy to get into type feel and not necessarily uh, probably more difficult to master, but easy to get into it. And then Bella Magica, which is going to come out in April in Europe. So I'm expecting kind of a late summer, early fall, uh, where it should get over here into the States. This is two to five players in 15 to 30 minutes. This is by Frederick Gerard. This is a game where you're kind of just, it's kind of a fighting game, but you're kind of fighting the monsters or fighting each other. And you're just trying to get treasure. You've got some dice rolling. You're going to try to choose an active horde. You're going to gather some resources. You're going to get your scouts. Then you're going to attack which one of the hordes that you want to kind of take. Then you're going to recruit some other creatures at the end of turn. Just a really cool little, you know, card game, card and dice game from Blue Orange, which should be a really, really, again, another family weight game. Two to five players plays in about 15 to 30 minutes. So very, very good little filler weight game there for you. So great games there from uh, Blue Orange. Now, Ravensburger, and all of those from Blue Orange should be about $20 to $25, I believe. And I haven't, I haven't seen any of the actual uh, numbers for it, but it should be about that. I'm sorry, Ravensburger now has announced, and we kind of teased and announced Marvel Villainous, Mischief, and Malice. This should be a late summer release, and it should be about $25. Now, what you remember about all the kind of the, the Marvel Villainous games or even the Villainous games are they're all kind of standalone-ish where you can play the game by itself, but there is a base game where you can kind of mix and match all the different villains there from our villainous. Now, this one is going to be combined again with the infinite power base game. Now, you're going to have three playable Marvel villains. Now, you've got Loki, you've got Madame Mask, and you've got Modok. So Loki needs to collect and spend 10 mischief. Uh, Madame Mask needs to defeat eight Marvel heroes, which those come out from everybody's deck or the main deck there during the game. Uh, and Modok must activate the Cosmic Cube. So those are, uh, man, Villainous uh, is so much fun. Marvel Villainous, very much a ton of fun. And so is Disney Villainous. So great game there. Uh, this will probably be about, uh, I believe they said it would be about $25 for that. Now, here's where I'm not quite sure if this is real or not. So there's two Deadpool releases that were also announced this week. And when I say I'm about 90% sure they're legit, but who the heck knows? Because the whole Deadpool mystique and info coming out on April 1st, Man, I won't really believe any of this until I see it. But again, I'm pretty sure this is pretty legit. So first, the OP is releasing a newer kind of updated version of Deadpool versus the world, which is kind of a, um, a an adult party game. That'll be $25. 
And Mondo and Restoration Games has announced the Deadpool version of Unmatched, which is likely kind of like the Bruce, Bruce Lee set, which was a standalone hero, uh, which you can add. So it's kind of like just a one-time buy hero, not as part of a two or four character set. This will be $18. And I believe they have actually, so this probably could be legit because they do have kind of pre-orders on their site uh, as well. So there's a couple of Deadpool releases for you. And I believe it's the 30th anniversary of Deadpool as well. Asmodee USA will release Combo Clash into U.S. Uh, retail. This is a, a tile-laying game by Hub Games. Uh, this will be out later this year for about $25. This is an interesting little thing because you have it's kind of the tile placement and when you're kind of battling a tile placement and trying to get all these crazy combos together. This is a, a two-to-four player game, but you're really more... The games like this really stand out at two-player. This is only a 15 to 30-minute game, kind of a light to medium-weight game, but you're, you're kind of trying to get all these different combos as your monsters are fighting each other. Uh, you'll have things like uh, you've got the Raven summons extra tiles. You've got uh, the wolves will kick other animals across the board uh, with the kangaroo and the, and the wolves uh, will add different scoring bonuses. There's all sorts of different monsters in there. And it looks interesting. This will be only about $20. And again, just kind of an, a nice lighter weight game there. There's an expansion of Shards of Infinity into the Horizon. That should be out in May of this year for $10. You will require the base game. Now, why do I love Shards of Infinity? But it's made basically by Justin Gary, who made Ascension. And it is kind of the, the next evolution of that really cool deck building game. This is kind of a two-player fighting kind of deck building game in that same kind of vein of Ascension where there's a middle row. And you're kind of getting up, uh, you know, all during the game, you're also... You're using your uh, mastery to to get up to, once you get to 30, you can just easily win. But other expansions kind of give you other things you can unlock as you get the mastery up. So this one brings two new gameplay mechanisms uh, in this set. So there's Destinies and the Evil Igemenix. Uh, the Destinies allow you players to spend valuable mastery to gain an incredible advantage during the gameplay. And Igemenix is a new source of tension that seek to harm all players. So basically monsters that come out in the middle, then you can be defeated with a well-timed use of your power. So I absolutely can't recommend Shards of Infinity enough. It's a great game. There is actually a digital version online on Steam as well, which is really great, to easy to get into and out of, and you can play it asynchronously. Uh, just take your turns when you want to, but a really solid game, Shards of Infinity. There's kind of a offshoot of Camel Up that's coming out. Kind of, I guess it's it's kind of a sequel. It's not an expansion or anything, but it's kind of a spiritual successor. This is called Camel Up Offseason. Now, this has got some auctions, some set collection, and push-to-luck card game. This will be out this summer. And it's about $40 uh, from what I saw. It'll be a three to five player game. Plays in about 45 minutes. And this is by Pretzel Games. Now, kind of the reason why it's kind of a pressure luck is you've got a set of camels and you're going to be bidding or auctioning off different stalls kind of in the, uh, you know, as you go to market. And the different stalls will have things that you know what's in it and things you don't know what's in it. Now, the camels can only carry a certain amount of items and each camel can only carry the one type of items. And you only have a certain amount of them. So there'll be kind of a pusher luck where you don't really want to overflow or overpack the camel because you don't want it to lose all your goods. So it seems like a pretty cool little card game. Uh, I'm not quite sure. This is this has that feel of a $30 to $40 game because it seems like just uh, more of a cost set collection card game. So shouldn't be all that much, but it does look like a very cool uh, family weight card game called Camel Up Off Season. Forbidden Games say they released their retail, into retail their successful Kickstarter from last summer. This is called Lizard Wizard. I remember this one from last summer. This was a really solid Kickstarter, uh, but not really sure. Uh, you know, nothing's really set in stone because they haven't set a date, but the Kickstarter is probably going to be delivered in July from what I see. So I think we'll see this one in the fall that, that it'll be released, maybe early fall. Now, if you remember Lizard Wizard, now this is uh, 
kind of a card game where you're, uh, you know, card and uh, you're auctioning, you're getting different uh, actions, kind of an action selection card game. You got a, some more push your luck to it. And you're really just trying to get uh, the magical towers and you're trying to get uh, your wizard and your magical towers, different schools of magic, and you're trying to become the arc mage. Uh, this is by the same designers uh, for uh, Raccoon Tycoon. Uh, and that's who the, you know, that's the Forbidden Games and uh, Glenn Drovers who created those. But a really pretty cool little game. It doesn't take, you know, they say 45 to, to 90 minutes. But once you're learning this game, it's really 45 to 60 minutes at best, uh, you know, at, at worst. So it doesn't take a whole lot of time. But it's a really cool little, got a lot of cool little mechanics. The art is absolutely fantastic with this one. So definitely check this one out when it does come out. I may have uh, an update later with an actual date, but I'm not really sure exactly. But this one uh, really looked cool when it was on Kickstarter and it didn't get in on it. But now that I see that it's coming to retail, I wanted to let everybody know about it. Again, Wizard Wizard by Forbidden Games. And finally, we've got some set for Marvel Crisis Protocol. There's two sets that are coming out uh, this month for Marvel Crisis Protocol. That's the kind of miniatures, kind of fighting miniatures game. Uh, really, really cool. Man, I really love this one. Uh, miniatures are amazing. Uh, for this game and the gameplay is actually really cool so there's a mr sinister set that will be $24.95 and a scarlet witch and quicksilver set which will be $40 which will have both scarlet witch and quicksilver whereas mr sinister just comes with mr sinister alone so there's uh some good news for you uh and hope everybody had a great holiday hope everybody has a, a great couple of weeks and i want to thank everybody for joining me today if you see any news you think i'd like to feature shoot me a message at keep jock dan on twitter also please check out majorspoilers.com for more content by steven and the rest of the major spoilers crew and check out the geek all-stars podcast where i talk about all sorts of different board games card games video games movies tv and pretty much anything else we get to as always i'm dan dan the board game man i'll see everyone in a couple of weeks for another munchkin minute This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.